Did your friend offer you a pick-me-up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from hidden fentanyl. Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Before the Before the second coming, the blood moon or the moon shall turn to blood. The stars will fall from heaven. And the moon will refuse to give her light. Welcome to another exciting episode of Before the Second Coming. Many of us are wondering with the events of these days, Joe Biden giving uh, over many of the rights and privileges of Americans over to the WHO, the World Health Organization, uh, Biden giving over control to the New World Order, or rather the, the United Nations, same thing, um, our rights as Americans being flushed down the toilets, the rights of treaties by presidents to other countries being over completely abused by this false regime. And so the threat of nuclear fallout, nuclear bombs, nuclear winter, everybody afraid, people talking about their bunker situation, what they're going to do to prepare. People even saying, it's definitely time for the second coming. Will it be this year? Will it be next year? Will it be very soon, even months, days, weeks? Well, my friends, before the second coming, there are many, many things that have to happen. And these are the signs that the Savior said that will happen before his return, his glorious return up on the mount. Remember, the Mount of Olives will be split in twain, and the Jews will bow down and say, what are those marks on your hands and your feet? And they will fall in worship and accept Christ as the Savior, whom they rejected, being the cornerstone of the religion, the true religion. The Jews had it at one point. It started with Adam and Eve all the way down to our times. Now, we await the return of the King, the return of Jesus Christ upon this earth. But before that, my friends, let us talk about many things that have to happen before the second coming, starting with some of the interesting things. Let's begin with Joel, shall we? But please remember, remember to spread this to many of your friends and neighbors because it is important to understand what the facts are, what the figures are, what the numbers are, as we count down the days, weeks, months, and years to the second coming. 
If you want truth, if you want information, here is the place to get it. But spread it around. Tell a friend or two. Now let us begin with Joel. Now we begin with chapter 1 of Joel because it is quite interesting as a prelude to chapter 2, which is the famous chapter about the moon turning to blood and the stars failing to give their light. But as we begin in chapter 1 of Joel, he talks about in verse 10 about the big famine that is to come. Not yet. Uh, the scenery, the visualization, the imagery is about caterpillars, um, locusts, all sorts of insects eating all the corn, all the plants everywhere. Did your friend offer you a pick-me-up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from hidden fentanyl. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Verse 10 says the field is wasted. The land mourneth for the corn is wasted. The new wine is dried up. The old languished. In other words, there is no food anywhere, people. We find ourselves in a, as it says in verse 12, the vine is dried up. We find ourselves uh, completely without any nourishment. And so the Lord goes on with his prophet Joel, gird yourselves and lament, ye priests, how ye ministers of the altar come lie all night in sackcloth, ye ministers of my God. For the meat offering and the drink offering is withholden from the house of your God. We talked about that day when the temples will be closed permanently. Well, when we talk about permanently, we talk about for a very long time before the second coming, when finally there has to be a great lamentation by the youth to have the house of the Lord open once again. Here Joel is talking about this. Uh, verse 14 says, Sanctify ye a fast. Sanctify ye a fast. Call a solemn assembly, gather elders and all the inhabitants of land, into the house of the Lord your God, and cry unto the Lord. Alas, for the day of the Lord is at hand, and the destruction from the Almighty shall it come. So, we're talking about the seeds being rotten, the beasts groaning for food, the cattle starving, and there being a devouring fire. The the, the rivers are dry. You can't... You can't uh, water your gardens, your lawns anymore. People are thinking to prepare and, oh, I'm going to have a great garden. I'm going to have great orchards. Well, as you know, the orchards don't grow without water and without there being any rivers, they're all dried up and the fire burning and the wilderness burning everything, the pastures, as it says in verse 19, O Lord, to thee will I cry for the fire had devoured the pastures and the wilderness and the flame had burned all the trees of the field. 
The beasts of the field cry also unto thee, for the rivers of water are dried up, and the fire hath devoured the pastures of the wilderness. So this is a prelude to what we're talking about, about the sun uh, being darkened, the stars being darkened, the moon turning to blood. We have a scene of great famine, great destruction, fire upon the land. As I've talked before on some of my podcasts, in just a couple of years ago, in 2021, there started the great world fires. The world was on fire at that time, people, and it lasted for about two years. There was fire in Africa, in uh, Australia, in California, all the, the whole United States. Every part of the United States was burning, even Utah. Remember that year when everything was on fire and the skies looked black? I had several videos of it that I posted. It looked like a scene of darkness. The fires were burning more than they have ever burned before. And so we move on to our first sign of the second coming, which is about what Joel talks about of the blackness of why and, and you have to ask yourself why is there such blackness you, you think about it with all this with all this smoke in the air well the earth shall quake before them the heavens shall tremble the sun and the moon shall be dark and the stars shall withdraw their shining this is in joel 2 verse 10 so we're talking about why would that happen? Obviously, there's a lot of smoke, a lot of vapors of smoke covering the, the landscape, covering the whole horizon. It's in the atmosphere. And what else is happening at this time? Because what is happening in Zion or in the camp of the Lord? Well, the Lord himself says, therefore, now, Turn ye even to me with all your heart and with fasting and with weeping and mourning. Once again, rend your heart, not your garments. Remember in the Old Testament, this is this is still Old Testament time. This is Joel. But Joel is speaking to the future. He's speaking to our time. And he's saying to us, because in their time, rending of garments is what you do. You, you, you rip your clothes off and you pour some ashes from the fire on your head. You go around bewailing yourself, hitting yourself on the chest. This is a sign of lamentation, a sign of mourning, a sign of fasting. But what does the Savior said? Don't be like the heathens. He's not insulting the Old Testament ways. He's now insulting the priests and the Pharisees that are just demonstrating in front of all the people. Look at me, I'm fasting. Look at me, I'm mourning. But what is quite interesting here, a sign before the second coming, is that the Savior is saying, whoa, there's going to be these woes. There's going to be a darkening sky. There's going to be no sun, no moon. Stars are dark. So he wants you to repent, in other words. Rend your heart. Turn unto the Lord. Why? What is happening? Who is he talking to? Well, that's important, isn't it? Who's he talking to? Because he's not talking to the people of the world. He's talking to his covenant people. You have to go back to verse 11 for this. The Lord shall utter his voice before his army, his army, 
And how does he utter his voice in the last days? Well, through his prophet, of course, and through the revelations that we get from the head of the church. For his camp is very great, for he is strong that executeth his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, and who can abide it? Now, we know those words in many other scriptures, Isaiah, Doctrine and Covenants, etc. The imagery we are familiar with. But what's important is he's talking to his people, his people that are at this point fasting and lamenting, rending their hearts, not their garments, and turning back to the Lord from what? From sin. They've accepted the world. They need to now repent. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness and repenteth him of evil. Now let's go to the translation of that. Because it is important to note that two things. The word repenteth in the old tongue, the old Hebrew, etc. Meaneth to turn back. And so in this case, this translation would mean something like the, the Lord turns back his anger. Not repent because the Lord cannot make sin. But the more proper translation, the more... Uh, idiom of that would be to turn back his anger from those that have a repented heart. Uh, we get this, of course, from the Joseph Smith translation when we're reading in some of these old verses like Genesis 6 6 and Samuel, 1 Samuel 15 11, uh, especially the Samuel when, when uh, the Lord says, uh, It repented me that I have set up Saul to be king. Uh, when we look at those translations by the prophet Joseph Smith, we get the proper verbiage because once again, the Lord does not have to repent. The Lord is simply turning back or he is upset that these things are happening. So as we look at this prophecy, the children of the covenant, meaning Israel, meaning covenant Israel, the day of the Gentiles, as we know, is about to be over. That's why in one of my other episodes and one of my other podcasts about before the second coming. And so who is left over? Well, who's left over are those Gentiles that have repented. And of course, the gospel has now been landed back in the laps of blood Israel. And so at this time, with the great destructions are happening... Israel is getting called to repentance once again. But has this happened already or are we still waiting for these prophecies to happen before the second coming? Well, for that, let's go directly to prophet of the modern day. Even President Hinckley, we're going to go to his words about Joel's prophecies directly and have they been fulfilled. So let's read Joel's prophecies about the second coming because this is very exciting very exciting what's happening with the prophecies of joel let's get to uh, verse 20 which starts the exciting stuff but i will remove far from you the northern army people wait a minute whoa what's happening here okay so we've had the northern army who's northern let's talk about this russia is northern and so is China. Well, these northern armies will invade. Where are they coming from? They're coming to make a reproach 
to, to who? To the heathen and also to the people of the Lord. The people of the Lord in verse 17 are asking, where is their God? Where is he? When they turn to sackcloth, then the Lord has pity on them to remove the northern armies from them and will drive him into the land barren and desolate with his face towards the east sea and his hinder parts towards the utmost sea and his stink shall come up and his ill savor shall come up because he had done great things. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice for the Lord will do great things. Do you remember the prophet saying that in the last days, in these days that we live, which is the last of the last days, people, they have been reclassified. We no longer are in that period that is just simply called the last days, but we are now with one more last in there, meaning how close we are to the second coming, the last of the last days. So then we're talking about Zion rejoicing because why the rain's going to come. And it's going to be the latter rain, just like in the former rain. This is all talking about verse 23, 24, the fats are being restored in 25. Once again, the caterpillar, the, the canker worm, etc. the locust, they're going to, all the stuff they're eating, it's going to all be restored. But let's talk about the prophecy itself. The sun shall be darkened, the sun shall turn into darkness, and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered from Mount Zion, and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance. And the Lord hath said, and in a remnant whom the Lord shall call. Again, Joel 2, verse 28 through 32. Now, it's important to note here that the prophecy of Joel itself is split into two sections, the sun turning dark, and later on in that same chapter, chapter 2, it talks about the, the, the blood uh, moon, the blood moon. And so uh, the sun turning dark, the moon turning dark, and then the moon also turning to blood. So two different instances of time there that are happening, one with the blood moon, and number two, with the dark moon. These are two separate events, and they can happen at the same uh, period, around the same period of time, but we have to understand that the blood moon and the uh, darkened moon are two separate, uh, completely separate things that are being prophesied here. Joel, at the end of the chapter, talks about when, when, when the children of God, in other words, the children of the covenant, come around. And they finally get blessed and they're given, etc., all these blessings back to them. Then we have uh, this second event that's happening. But what I wanted to point out here was not only what Joel said, but a modern prophet. This is what you have to understand, because when we are talking about the second coming, we're saying, has, has this event happened? Has this prophecy happened? Are we still waiting for it to happen? In part, I'm not going to say in full, but in part, the vision of Joel has been fulfilled. And how do we, how do we know that? Because, oh my goodness, you know, we have blood moons, we have darkened moons, we have darkened skies, etc. Well, in the 2001 October General Conference, the prophet himself, 
uh, the prophet President Hinckley, now deceased, was talking about the fulfillment of the vision of Job. These are his words. Now, so we know that in part, yes, the prophecy of the blood moon or the darkened moon, etc. These particular chapters, chapter 1, 2, and 3 of Joel, have been fulfilled. Which parts? Well, let's go specifically. Down at the bottom of Living in the Fullness of Time, October 2001, the prophet himself, and it's important to note the prophet saying, because when we get doctrine, remember the doctrine comes from the prophet, the president of the church. It cannot come from an apostle, and it can certainly not come from one of the 70s, etc. It certainly doesn't come from places like uh, just some talk, some random talk somewhere that you go to BYU or whatever it is that you're getting your doctrine from. Those are nice things to learn about, but exact doctrine coming from the Lord can only come from the prophet himself. And so if we are to know if the fulfillment of a certain prophecy has happened, we look to the words of the prophet. Here, 2001, that's over 22 years ago, the prophet says the following, the vision of Joel has been fulfilled, wherein he declared. So now this is important because he's saying not the whole vision, but wherein he declared. What part of the vision of Joel has been uh, fulfilled? And so let's take a look at it. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and young men shall see visions. That part has been fulfilled, declares the prophet, 2001 October. Uh, okay, so that's fantastic. We have seen this fulfillment. Gordon B. Hinckley is the prophet that said that fulfillment has happened, that part of the Joel prophecy has happened, where the young people have had dreams. Myself and my family, I've had even my youngest see visions of destruction. This has happened and this is happening now. This this has been happening since 2001. In fact, earlier, I've seen people, young and old, prophesying, having dreams, visions, etc. And so that part of the vision has been fulfilled and the Spirit itself poured out upon all flesh. Well, the prophet today, the, the modern day prophet, the prophet that is the prophet today, even President Nelson has said, that we are getting an outpouring. And he blessed the church in that last general conference saying that you are going to get an outpouring of the spirit bigger than it has ever happened in the history of mankind. So this prophecy has been fulfilled since 2001. Let's see what else. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show thee wonders in the heavens and in the earth, Blood and fire and pillars of smoke. People, the heavens have been showing us wonders for years. And in fact, lately we've seen miracles in the heavens, haven't we? With comets and asteroids grazing the earth. On top of that, wasn't there the sign of the birth, the birthing where we had uh, the birthing of uh, right there, right by Draco, this was back in 2011, the birthing of Draco, uh, the birthing of, of, of the sun uh, being birthed uh, through the Virgin, Virgo, 
being ver- ver- uh, birthed and into the clutches of Draco the Dragon. Now, if you don't believe this, this isn't something that that uh, has been talked about in church particularly. But if you look it up, the signs of heaven, these same signs were given during the birthing of Christ, which was the birthing, once again, the, the alignment of the stars where you have uh, the dragon Draco uh, just bothering and having the birthing, in other words, uh, Virgo, the 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 uh, celestial body Virgo with the with the stars and the and the constellation there giving birth, and the back spinning. In other words, the planets going back and forth. Well, that's a that's an agony of birth. That's 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 a delayed birth. That's something that's happened. In other words, the delayed of the return of the Son of Man to Earth. The delay from 2011 to now. It's it's been nothing but horrible times. I mean, one thing after another, people. The earth has been suffering. The heavens have shown wonder and blood. I talked about this before. The blood and the pillars of smoke. The earth has been on fire since 2020. When I was showing my podcast before, I had a picture of the burning earth behind me. Everything has been on fire, folks. 2020, 2021 were the years of burning and smoke and the vials of revelation were fulfilled. The prophecies were fulfilled. So the first vial has been opened, poured upon the earth. And now we have the prophet saying in 2001 that these prophecies of Joel were fulfilled. So that's all the way back to 2001. What else has been fulfilled? That is very important. So what other part of Joel has been fulfilled? The most interesting one. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood, where before the great and terrible day of the Lord. Now that means that we have had the sign of the blood moon already before 2001. And this sign has repeated itself over and over again when the when the year of fires was to 2020. I was recording this. I put a couple of videos out. It was just so dark in the middle of the day. You would look outside wherever you were, St. George, Utah. You would look out there, Roosevelt, Utah. You would look out there, anywhere you were. And it was full of smoke. The The, the sun, it looked like, like just a horrible haze. So the terrible day of the Lord is coming. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For Mount Zion, this is important, Mount Zion, and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant who the Lord shall call. So in Mount Zion, we we have to understand what Mount Zion is, because Utah, as we know from the movie Mountain of the Lord, the word Utah means top of the mountains. So when the Old Testament and when these ancient prophets are talking about Mount Zion, They're talking directly about the mountain of the Lord or Utah. They are not talking about the New Jerusalem, which is called the New Jerusalem, being Jackson County, Missouri. And they are not talking about Jerusalem of old, which is in Jerusalem. And in this point, when it says the Lord shall be delivered, 
uh, that in the name of the Lord, they, they shall be delivered. He's talking about the people in Mount Zion, Utah, and in Jerusalem, meaning in Jerusalem of old. As the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Well, Jerusalem has had incredible perils. If you remember the news between Palestine and Jerusalem and the outcomes that have happened, Jerusalem has had mighty, incredible, saving miracles to preserve the nation of Jerusalem. I mean, it took almost 2,000 years to restore Jerusalem again. And the amount of miraculous deliverance, you have to look at some of those podcasts on YouTube from rabbis of Jerusalem explaining the deliverance that Jerusalem has had in the past 20 years. If you just type in how the Lord has saved Jerusalem many times and many occasions in the YouTube search or even in a Google search, it'll come up. These things aren't blocked. Why aren't they blocked? Because most people don't even care about them, and so the government doesn't block them. But isn't that great that whoever calls on the Lord shall be delivered? This has been chapter Joel 2, verses 28 to 32. Now, it's important to note here that not all of Joel has been fulfilled. Otherwise, the prophet has or would have said it. No, he said the vision of Joel has been fulfilled wherein he declared. He didn't say all of Joel has been declared fulfilled. So which part of Joel? Well, those prophecies between verses 28 and 32. But if we look at Joel after verse 32, it is also pretty interesting. So we're going to go to those verses. But before I go to those verses, I want to quote real quickly what the prophet quoted back in 2001, which came from 2 Timothy 3. So it is interesting to note, before I go there, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, because this is a state where we're in right now. In fact, the prophet was forewarning us. This is what it says. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, Disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Kids today are exactly that. Not my kids, but the kids that you've sent to the Common Core and to this horrible, horrible new curriculum that they have out there for your kids to hate each other with. This new savage curriculum that they have is turning your children into blasphemers, disobedient kids without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, persecuting everything that's right, using their teachers of not praising homosexuality. Oh yeah, they're ready to write down notes about you. If you say anything against homosexuality, I'm a teacher myself. Incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. If you're a teacher, you have to love evil or they fire you. They're traitors, heady, high-minded, Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God? Isn't this common with not just children, but everybody today? Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness? Oh, yes, I praise Jesus. I, I love him. And then keep not his commandments. But deny the power thereof, for such turn away. You know, turn away from these people. 
because this is the state of the world that we're in right now. So before I go back to Joel, I want to point you out to exactly what the prophet was talking about when he was talking about these people, because it is super important that you understand and not be deceived. Make sure that when you are in the world, you don't become part of the world. Now, going back to Joel chapter 2, I want to make it very important, very important to note that when Joel is talking about the northern army and everything else, all the bugs infesting, all the people calling the solemn assembly and fasting to ask for the sanctuary to be cleansed and opened up again. All this that is happening, the prophet in 2001 did not say that those parts were fulfilled. And remember, it is important to note that scripture is never linear. Oh no, scripture is always like a puzzle. Prophets will give you a little bit there, a little bit here, and you have to make sense of it all. Your mind has to be able to read the timeline, the pieces of the puzzle together. If they were in a chronological order, then all of us would know, oh yeah, the Lord is coming, uh, let's see, three and a half weeks from this date. The Lord doesn't do that. The Lord gives you bits and pieces. The same chapter can be talking about events in two different years, and they can be talking about events earlier and later. That's exactly how it is in Revelations. And so when we're talking about these earthquakes in chapter uh, 2, verse 10, the earth shall quake before them, the heavens shall tremble, the sun and the moon shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw their shining, verse 10. When we're talking about the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great, for he is strong that executed his word, for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, and who can abide it? When you're talking about these verses, this kind of stuff hasn't happened. And so this is a completely different incident than the sun being darkened that second, that first time and the moon turning to blood that first time. In this verse, the earth shall quake and the sun and the moon shall be dark. Not blood, but darkened. So, there are a lot of events that still have to happen, including the war. Verse 7, they shall run like many men. They shall climb the wall like men of war, and they shall march everyone on his ways. And they shall not break their ranks. When we're talking about the blackness, blankness, the noises, the stubble, when we're talking about the appearance of the horrible army and the devouring beasts and insects, we're talking about signs that haven't come. The day of darkness, as it's referred to in verse 2. The thick darkness that will come as the morning spread upon the mountains. This darkness shall overcome all the lands. And I was just mentioning the other day, I was saying, isn't it incredible how dark it is? It's here we are, it's got to be 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it is 
so dark out there, hazy. That same day yesterday, at 7 o'clock at night, it was so dark. We were driving home. It was so freaking dark that you could not believe it. I thought to myself, this isn't natural darkness. This isn't, where's the moon? And the moon was right there. The darkness came because of the groaning of the earth. The film of darkness is starting to cover the earth. And it is the adversary and his angels, I promise you. The darkness that Joel talked about has not been fulfilled all the way yet, but it's starting to be fulfilled. Think about the things that are happening now. And this is before the second coming, so we're not going to talk about political things too much. But one of the things that you're seeing now is, for instance, these toxic chemicals from, this is the main ingredient in Agent Orange, except Agent Orange is is watered-down version of it being burned into the skies with a thousand mile radius. My goodness. No wonder it is a day of darkness because they're polluting this earth on purpose. They're finding new ways to kill us and soon will be the great famine spoken of. So although many of these prophecies haven't happened yet, they are next, especially where there's no more food people. The locusts will come and eat what's left from the caterpillar. And the caterpillar, my goodness, will eat what's left from the birds. And if you even read some of the news that is true from the reporters that are giving you the real news, you're seeing flocks of birds dead so quickly from this poison that they're still clinging on to these power lines and they don't even have time to drop down. That's how powerful this Agent Orange mixture that they release into the atmosphere is. So the time of famine, people, the time of using your food storage, it's coming upon you. It's probably coming this year, if not at most next year, because the time is soon coming. You won't even be able to trust the food in the grocery store anymore because it will be poisoned by this by this toxic stuff that they've released. My goodness sake, we live in a crazy world, don't we? Crazy time. Next time, before the second coming, we'll talk about the mark of the beast. Until then. Before the Before the second come